Am I on? Shut up, Cincinnati. And hello. <clears throat> hello and shut up. <laughs> hello and <laughs> shut hello up. Hello and shut up. That's usually how I'd like to talk to everyone that I, like I meet it. for the most part. Like, you know, I'm a nice guy for the most part. I want to say hi to you, give you a little wave, maybe a head nod. Don't want to talk to you, though. So if I'm going to be honest, hello, shut the fuck up. All right, I'm moving on. We got our hellos in. Let's go. And you know what? Speaking of that. All it- right. It's such an uncomfortable thing when somebody's talking to you and you really don't want to be there, whether you're you're going somewhere else or you're walking over here and this guy just wants to talk and the conversation is so fucking boring. How do you handle that? Because I think every time that I leave there, I try to be real cool and act like his opinion or her opinion matters. And I go back and forth. And then when I leave, I'm going, was I a dick there? You know, I'd have to know examples exactly to know if I'm, I'm going to agree with you or disagree as far as how you behave. Um, I know mine. This is why a lot of people think I'm an asshole, Chris. Because I do you tell. Know, uh, well, because if their conversation sucks, I usually point it out pretty quickly. Hey, don't give a shit. Something like that, and then move on. You know what I mean? I like, wonder why people uh, think you're an asshole. I, well, because I don't give a shit, and it, I'm just trying to be honest. I don't want to. I I look at time as a thing that we don't have a lot of. All right. And if you're going to waste my motherfucking time by telling me a story that I don't want to hear, let's just stop you. I can save my time. I can save your time. We both end up better, right? Isn't that the way things should be? Yeah, but isn't it isn't it a general rule that, you know, the better people are good listeners instead of just good talkers? Ooh, you might got me there. But uh, either way, I can listen all right if I care. <laughs> yeah. I'm a good listener when I care. But the whole point is listening when you don't care. That shows your character. It's like this guy, you know, he... I needed to get something off my chest. He listened to me. He wasn't interested at all, but he sat there and that listened. That sounds like a bitch to me. It does. Kinda, it sounds like yeah. a bitch. All right, moving just going to sit there and listen to some <laughs> shit that you don't give a fuck about and not say anything. Just go, hey, man, shut the fuck up. Let's move on. Maybe you shouldn't say shut the fuck up. Maybe you should say, all right, you know what, buddy? I don't really care. Ah, that's not a nice way. How do you see, say it nicely? I, there is no way. I and that's why I leave there feeling like a so. dick. And the problem is that sometimes I'm even the asshole that brought it up. Mm-hmm. I'll walk by some guy. He'll say, hey, how you doing? I was like, yeah, pretty good. Like, got laid last night. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me tell you what happened to me. And he'll go on about 30 minutes about some girl he fucked in 2000. And I'm sitting there going, well, this is my fault. I brought it up. But I don't deserve this. It's like a torture. Exactly. Exactly. That's why I don't really ask questions either. Right. That's why I'm, I'm a good hello, goodbye guy. I don't like the second hello. I don't like when I walk by and say hi and then say we have to walk by each other again in two seconds again. We have to do another hi. No. I ain't saying hi you twice. You get one hi. You get one hi. In the course of a day? Even in the course of a day, maybe a... Yeah, I don't know. It's a, that's a rough... Uh, that's so a let's, rough say, let's say you're there. at work, okay? Yeah. You pass somebody. It happens all the time at work. Hi. Yeah. You go up, you do your hour, hour and 20 minutes, you come back down, you see him again. It's not high at that point. You know I, more I might talk to them. You know, if they're my friend, obviously I might speak to them so again. So high is the first time you've seen them in the course of the day. Yeah. That's your greeting. Yeah, what's up? You know, that's it. Yeah. I've already so seen you for the day. I don't have to talk day. to you again. Yeah, I get you, it. You can talk to me again. That's fine. Yeah, but, but we, we, don't, don't, need, we don't need to introduce each other again. I get that. You know what I mean? How many highs do you need? No, it's oh, fair. One's, one's enough. It's fair. I go to sl- I, hello. I go to sleep. I wake up again. I'll give you another fucking hello. But if I haven't been to sleep between those hellos, naps don't count. You're not getting another hello. But, you know, it's different with goodbyes, though. Only Let's one say, goodbye. No, you, you give more than one goodbye. Let's say, hypothetically, Ooh. we're leaving mm-hmm. work. I say, hey, man, we'll see you later. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, by the way, did you hear about that You know, that girl that I banged the other day, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah? When I'm done, you'll say, all right, man, later. 
Ah, you might. Later kind of has to be the last thing you say yeah, before they get in the car the, and that's leave. That's just the sign-off. So goodbyes are different, yeah, right? Yeah, goodbyes are different. They're rules, people. Yeah, there are, man. We're really getting down to the bottom of this conversation thing. Um, you know, another thing I, I think that I'm pretty good at that maybe some people don't, and maybe other people don't look at this as a good quality. What's that? But let's say you tell a real long story and it sucks. At the end, I'll go, hey, buddy, that, that story sucked. Don't tell it ever again. And I'll get a little laugh out of the people watching. I don't know how the person that told the story feels. And really, I don't matter. But I feel like I am not only now I am providing three or four people with a giggle because they just had to listen to an awful story. All right. So we're all in the same boat. We all had to listen to this awful story. At least it can end on a high note for everyone besides the storyteller. But at that point, because he he looks like a dick. Well, and, and he needs some sort of punishment and he needs to learn. I'm teaching him so he doesn't go to the next fucking person to tell him the same goddamn right. story. Spice it up. Tell right. me a lie if you have to. Right. I don't care if you lie to me. I mean, if it don't impact my life, if you're, all your stories are lies, I don't care. You know, if they're good lies and they make me laugh, yeah. fine. Like, it doesn't matter to me. You know what the worst part of my life is? These horrible, nasty, raunchy, fucked up stories that I tell. They're not lies. They're all true. Yeah, well, that's That's the worst part. Am I sitting there thinking, sometimes I think to myself, am I a horrible human being? And then I say no. (laughs) I'm definitely not a horrible human being because I I generally, as a general rule, I don't ever hurt anybody. I might hurt your feelings. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I don't hurt anybody. All these women that I've banged over my life, they were never married or boyfriends. Outside of those few rapes in the 80s, like it was fine. And even them, they were over it quickly. They They didn't really look at it like that. I've never had to rape anybody. I don't know why laughter makes girls pants fall off. uh, Peekaboo, I'm eating you out while you're sleeping. I didn't touch her. (laughs) You know, you you can live with that when your whole life. I know what my intentions were. You don't. And my intention, fine. my intentions were to get a peek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now yeah. that's probably illegal too. Yeah, yeah. And Jeffrey Dahmer was just hungry. All right, <laughs> uh, fucking, he's just trying to feed. Off I mean, the, I'm sure it's hunger. illegal looking at a naked girl. I mean, it's kind of like peeping Tomish. But the way I look at it, if it if it would have gotten legal, man, I was invited in. God, I wish I could have my friend. Friend, uh, friend's a loose word here, but my friend peeping Kev on, we could have a nice conversation oh, with a peeper. You think uh, we could I'd bring feel- him in and put a like a hood on him? Yeah, we could put, you know. There's they have no the... way my wife would be okay with him being in my garage. No? No. <laughs> no he's a to- fucking He's way. a total peeper, huh? Didn't he's, you say he went to jail? Like three times, dude. Like three or four times now at this point. And he's in jail, though. Right now? I don't know. I think he's, he's the pizza guy, right? Uh, yeah, let's not go too deep in the conversation. Who knows? He might watch this podcast. Peeping Kev might be a fan, you know, and we can't knock any fans well, we off. we talk about some fucked up you know, stuff. He probably we, like, We don't have, it. yeah, yeah. Well, me and him used to get along fine. And even at that point, though, I knew he was a peeper. So that I'm kind of guilty in this. But it, was, there, it wasn't like... I guess I hadn't never really looked into it too much. And it, his excuses always seem to make sense to me, you know? I just happened to be on the porch jerking off. I'm, I'm a guy. I'm like, yeah. man, I might jerk off in the porch. I haven't, but, I've he, never done it, but I wouldn't put it outside you know what? of my he's possibilities. He's the guy, though. He's the kind of guy that gets caught raping somebody, and he's the he asshole. He never raped. All right, well, let's say he did. He's the asshole that went, well, did you see what she was wearing? He's that guy. I don't think he's that guy. Hey, she has no business leaving her blinds open. See, yeah, he's that guy. Well, no, I, I, I have never got a good excuse for the peeping because he just would never always ignore the fact that he was peeping. He would always just be like, I happened to be jerking off on my porch and she happened. I didn't notice she was over there. She saw me call the cops. And, you know, as a guy. Oh, he liked to watch. He had liked to have women watch him jerk off. No, I think he was on his porch jerking off watching a girl through a window. But his story is that he just happened to be on his porch jerking off and someone called the cops. Who jerks off on the porch? I wouldn't put it past me. I've never done it, but I wouldn't put it past me. On your front porch? 
Oh, it was apartments. It was a back porch. It was a, like a, the, a patio. Yeah, the, the a balcony. Yeah, balcony. It was a balcony. Oh god, that's still fucked up. Hey, dude. no, 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 no. Listen, obviously, obviously, he was watching a lady across the street fucking jerking from his patio and maybe yeah. that's where he caught the bug because he caught it on his patio and then after that he's like well now i gotta go prowling so he actually went up to people's oh, he house was and prowling, looked dude. he was on the prowl a bunch so he's, i mean he went to other people's homes and looked through the windows yeah, 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 yeah so he was a full yeah, yeah, on yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. he had a, a whole on cluff pike all the apartments on there he hit them all dude he was up and down that block just a peeping for for years and then finally got caught and they didn't somebody could have killed him they didn't well of course they didn't know he was a big guy, by the way. I mean, he's six three, big guy. But don't yeah, stop a gun. Don't stop a gun. You're right. Um, Kevin will fuck you up though. That's why I'm always quite, kind of scared to catch, talk about this kind of stuff because I could just see him like, you know, I actually ran into him like a week, two weeks ago. He didn't see me, but I saw him over in Anderson Kerger. So like, he's he's local, and I know if he heard me talking shit, he might beat my ass. I don't know. You know, I wouldn't put it out of possible the realm of possibilities. He always liked me, but I. That's why I'm so nice about peeping Kev, you know? I, I Get him some help. Get poor peeping Kevin some help. Well, it, it's more of an insult telling the world he needs help. Uh, well, no, no, no. You know when the world knew? When he was on Channel 5, like 15 times now for peeping. You know, that, that's when the world knew. They, they weren't waiting for me to oh, say Oh, he it. got caught? He's been to jail like three times for it, dude. He's been all over the... I'm thinking of the one you said, the real sick, twisted fucker that worked at the pizza place, and you said... Hey, careful of this guy. He's off. Something's wrong with this guy. No, that was a that was a child uh he just had child porn. He got arrested for child oh, porn. Gross. That was the guy that watched the porn of the kids. Yeah, getting I knew keep, peeping Kevin no, right, different. That's the, you but know, I didn't you, know Kev when You work in the pizza for. industry for fucking ten to fifteen years, whatever I did it for, you're gonna meet a lot of fucking weirdos, all right? And I happen to have three sex offenders that I know I worked with, uh peeping Kev being one and then two child porn dudes. Uh and both of the child porn dudes. That's why I, I pride myself on this. That I saw it way before it happened. Both of those guys, I'm like, ooh, they're into some weird shit. Yeah. And then it turns out they were into some weird shit. All right, so I, I feel like I have an eye for this. Maybe I should get in police work, but I don't I like I wonder cops. if the pizza guy some... got butt-fucked in jail. <clears throat> Which one? The creepy one. He, I hope he did. He yeah. deserved any kind of butt-fucking heat. That guy was weird. The other one, I don't... He was weird, but I don't think he was... I don't know. This guy... He used to, uh, there was like a bunch of 15 year old, 16 year old skater kids that would hang outside of Papa John's. They had like a little curb that they would let them wax up and do their little skate mm-hmm. tricks on. They would do films and stuff. And this guy was like 34 and he started like, Hey, I'll film you. You know, so he started filming all these kids. And the next thing you know, I'd see him drive. He'd be driving around with like two 14, 15 year old kids in the back of his car. And I'm just like, well, this is fucking weird, dude. <laughs> the whole time I'm just, and just the way he came off, he was just super nice, but just overly nice and just creepy you know you're <laughs> like, like one of those to catch but, a predator but guys. he was married you know he was married to a, a lady with a i think a young daughter or something like that well but the whole time now i'm just like this guy wants either wants the diddle boys or is diddling boys now it turns out he did make moves on these kids you know what oh I mean? he did yeah yeah i'm still on those skater kids yeah yeah i'm still friends with one of the kid i, I went to his wedding a few years ago you know what i mean i still know him and that guy tried to fuck his, uh, suck his dick or no something? i just i think just made passes at him stuff like subtle passes this kid was smart enough to get away from it but his buddy was kind of an idiot and i think he might have got his buddy wanted the free candy he, he, he might got a tricked into a hand job i'm not sure there but either way eventually this guy did get busted and did i think like 10 15 years or something like that <laughs> good but i saw that coming from a long way away i'm just <laughs> no way. There's no way some 34-year-old dude wants to hang out with 14-year-olds. And, and he's no. always filming them and stuff. And I'm watching them. I'm, I'm wanting to watch those films. I bet and you he they, thought, was, they thought they were filming their tricks, but really that's he was what zoomed I mean. in on their dick. I guarantee, and- dude. He's like zooming in on their little 14-year-old butts. <laughs> Fucking creep, dude.
Creep. That's, that's the kind of shit you fuck. see in the pizza industry. If you guys you know want to meet some weirdos, get fucking go work at your local La Rosa's or Papa John's, and you know what I determined the other day. I was at I was at picking up pizza for Nathan mm-hmm. at Marco's. Pretty casual job, you know. The guy's actually making the pizza. Marco's is very Papa John's like, but it seems to me like the one guy that made the pizza not a bad gig. Not a bad gig if you like. 13 bucks an hour, probably. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is if you're a kid and you don't feel like bagging groceries and going to the fucking lot and picking up cars. No, my wife did that for stand years. There and make pizza. My wife did that that for years. For like made 10 pizza? years, she was the one that, you know, made the pizzas, checked you out at the counter and stuff like Just that. didn't seem like and a she bad She still gig. to this day says that's the best job she ever had. She liked it. She didn't mind it at all. But, um, you know, at times it gets busy and shit. But you get some fucking weirdos doing that job, too, yeah, obviously. Know. You know? Guys, pepperoni. Oh, I had the the one lady. This was at Adriatico's back in Amelia. That you was, worked there? Yeah, at the one in Amelia. Oh, Amelia. this was a long time ago. It was actually called Adrico's, but it was the same company. They had to change names for legal reasons because he sold the name Adriatico to the people in Clifton. Oh, okay. Um, dude sold the name for like two million dollars and went to Vegas and blew it all and came back like a year later Did all really? broken shit. Oh, he moved to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, his name was Buzzy Adriatico, dude. He was the man. First time I ever met him, stuck a gun right in my fucking face. Uh, yeah, I was coming off a pizza delivery that's in the back of this little place in Amelia. I pull up, I'm walking out, and this Cadillac rolls up to me, rolls the window down, sticks a fucking gun in my face, and goes, what are you doing here, boy? I'm oh, like, just fucking with you. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, uh, and he's like, I own this fucking place, just joking around, get in there and do your job, you know, some shit like that. He always called me cocksucker. He was kind of like, dude, he was literally like, if you guys watch any of Joe Rogan shit, he was Joey Diaz. I swear to God, oh, this guy he? was like an old ass version of Joey Diaz without the marijuana <laughs> and called stuff. a young guy working for him cocksucker. I was 18 years old. I mean, I was, you know, I was 18 and he's calling me cocksucker and, and put a gun in my face. He put a fucking gun in like a big, hairy, dirty, hairy kind of gun too, dude. It was ridiculous. But he was one of the coolest fucking dudes I ever met after was I he? met him. You know what I mean? Old school Italian dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyways, I worked at his place. And he didn't actually own the place. He had married this lady, and when he sold it, he gave her the business in Amelia and moved and left her. And she oh, okay. became she became a lesbian. I think she was a lesbian beforehand. This chick was about as butch dyke as you can get, dude. I mean, like literally, like cigarettes rolled up in the fucking. Doesn't it feel good to say that word, dyke? No, but this this one, like, I don't. The problem with that word is, I <laughs> think if I think it fits a very specific kind of lesbian. All yeah. right, and this is the one, you know, like yeah. you know, Chastity Bonus fucking yeah. had a mullet, you know, she was the shit. But she was a total pillhead by the time I had met her. That and was his wife? At one point. He left her. I don't, you know, their family was so fucking weird. They were cool people, but they were fucking weird. So he got paid $2 million and pissed it away. Yeah. I mean, $2 million and this was 1998, too. So, you know, it went a little bit further. Maybe it was 1997. I started working for him in 99. And I know it was only a couple years before him that all this happened. Yeah, he went to Vegas and blew it all in fucking gambling. Um, came back to Cincinnati. He, um... I think he opened a, a pizza shop on, like, the west side called um, NYPD Pizza or something oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, there's tons of those. Yeah. Four or five of them. I don't know if it's the same one, but he opened one up in, I believe, West Harrison when he first moved back out of Amelia and, and couldn't do Adri- Adriatico's and couldn't do Adrico's, so we went to a different thing. But either way, the gross part that I wanted to get with this story is they had this little pill head there named Jenny. And she was about as white trash Amelia as you can fucking get. And she had scabs all over her and stuff. And she was Tweaker. just... Oh my god, dude! On every drug possible. If you you know if you had a drug, she would fucking do it. They were yeah. the first people that I knew that did oxycodone. This was 1999. They were getting liquid oxycodone. They get 100 milligrams of liquid oxycodone. It was the shit, dude. Oh, to give you a drop? Oh, dude, yeah, I was doing all sorts of oxycodone with them. But you know, I never got like 
addicted or into it like they did. But either way, I did plenty of it. Um, and they would get it and we would sell it and shit like that. But either way, this nasty bitch would make the sauce. And instead of using a spoon, she would stick her whole crusty fucking arm in the sauce and, and just twist it up. Just twist it up. It was so fucking nasty, dude. And she'd, and come, up, was, and she'd come up and she'd do this shit and, and wipe, ring it out. wipe it into the thing. And that was the sauce. And you knew. I We memorized her days because we knew, you know, on Tuesday through Sunday, don't eat any of the sauce. All right? Use something different. Make your own sauce if you have to. Yeah. But don't use the, the fucking scab sauce. So fucking gross. And now... It went through the oven, you know, and it got cooked at a high temperature. Maybe those scabs got washed away, but this bitch was nasty, dude. And it was the fucking grossest thing I say. I remember the first time Why I saw Why wouldn't she it. use a spoon? Because she, she was it? just weird and fucking gross and just like, ugh, you know. That place was great. You'd come back from a delivery and it was, you know, a real mom and pop place. So there, you know, only like three orders at a time kind of thing. But you would come back from a delivery and... The fucking owner would be passed out on the desk on Oxycontin. And there'd be three pizzas in the oven, black smoke coming up because they've been sitting in there for fucking 40 minutes while you were driving to some trailer park on the other side of Amelia. You that know, was the old days when they didn't have the kind of ovens with the conveyor belt, right? Now They, they may yeah. have, but we definitely didn't have them. It was a brick oven, which yeah. I actually prefer the taste of pizza <clears throat> better out of those things. Yeah. Uh, they, dude, they made some great fucking pizza. That, that old pizza was, that was one of my favorite pizza places ever. But either way, it was fucking gross. And this bitch would be passed out. I'd have to call the customers and tell them, all right, I'm going to bring it out. It'll be a little late. I'd have to remake it, send it out. But the good part is now I'd only enter in two, two of the three. So one of them, I would just keep all the fucking money. They ain't going to fucking know any difference. You know, she's zonked out on Oxycontin. <laughs> she don't fucking care. <laughs> it was a great gig, dude. You know what? I never worked gig. at a pizza place, but um, a buddy of mine worked at, uh, uh, back in college, he worked at Arby's. Yeah. And his job was at night. He would go in when they were closed, and he would cook all the roast beefs for the next day. Mm -hmm. That was his job. He made like 40 fucking roast beefs. And I, I went in there with him at night sometimes. I'd get drunk and bullshit. And it was so funny because it was basically like a piece of white fat is what the roast beef was. And they cooked it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But he would be like, he would play Arby's, he would call it Arby's Roulette. And, you know, you walk around on those kitchen floors and all it's just fucking nasty. There's <coughs> grease and all that blah, blah, blah. But he would line up all the fucking roast beef he was going to cook. And then he would take, stand back, take his shoes off. And he would bang his shoes over the top of one of these roast beef and crust it with the shit on the bottom <laughs> of his so shoes. That is so gross. He called it Arby's Roulette. Oh, God. <laughs> Which one are you going to get? Which one are you going to get? I mean, he had been walking in those shoes all fucking day. And then walking through a dirty kitchen, taking mm -hmm. the garbage out. And he would just go smack, smack. Yeah, that's just go at the top of the fucking roast yeah. beef with it. I mean, that's just, you gotta, if you're eating out, that's just, that's roulette. It, it is literally roulette. Like anywhere you go, it's roulette. There's gonna be some weirdos in that back room, and you might there go are. to the place where you're gonna get the scab sauce. You know what I mean? You <laughs> but might, I'm telling you. might you, go to the place where you get the fucking shoe on your roast beef. Like it's. <laughs> but that fucking scene from Waiting where they, the bitch of the, of the week, whatever, mm -hmm. that's real people. Ah, dude, it's 100%. Don't fuck with waiters and waitresses and people who deal with your food. If you're I've cool worked, to them, you're gonna get clean food. I've worked at probably a total of 10 to 12 restaurants, all right, when I, as a young person. And there wasn't one of them where there wasn't some sort of fucking nasty shenanigans going on in the back. You know what yeah. I mean? There wasn't one out of the 12. You know, that's that's a high fucking percentage. A hundred percent. There was at least some fucking asshole in the back doing something weird with your food. All right. <laughs> My buddy. Some dead. are worse than others. You know, not all of them come in your spaghetti. Just one. But. Either way, Fight Club. It could happen. Yeah. My buddy's parents owned a, uh, a, a submarine sandwich restaurant 
back when I was in high school. My parents did too, actually. Mm-hmm. But uh, in his, uh, he would work there and they had a meat slicer. And this guy that works for him, this big fucking stoner dude, I was standing there talking to him. I was sitting there, I don't know, I was eating fries or something. Mm-hmm. And his fucking stoner went through and cut his finger. Okay, and it fucking blood dripped all over the fucking meat. Mm-hmm. Well, he pulled his nasty fucking towel off his hip that he cleaned up with and wiped off the, the blood off his beef Ugh. and then put it on the dude's Yeah, dude, that's insane. Dude. That's insane. But the dude hadn't even been a dick to him. I mean, it was just, oh, well, okay, me. I'm not throwing I'm this I'm going away. back to me being a dick. Just memory just popped in my head. All right, I'm working at Thriftway in 1998. Or no, 1997. I was a 17 year old kid working at Thriftway up in Montgomery area. Okay. And in my head, the Montgomery, you know, when you're 17, you don't really get out of your community that much. So no. in my head, the Montgomery area just full of fucking rich yuppies. In my head, I'm like, this is yuppie land. Fuck all these people. I'm punk rock kid from yeah, yeah. from dirt poor area. Like fuck these rich people. So I'm back in the produce section. Me and my buddy Rich. Uh, he's now a magician. Um, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Now he's a good guy. He didn't do this stuff. What this do we is call me. him? Darshwood. Darshwood. Yeah. What? Well, Darsh. 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 But either way, he didn't do this stuff I did. But he saw it, and he didn't stop me. So he's making these fruit baskets and shit around Christmas season, all that stuff. He licked them. No, dude, he wishes. I'm taking fucking, like, the cleaning solution, like the bleaches and shit, and just spraying down all the fucking fruit. Just spraying it down, and then we're wrapping it in plastic, so it just sits in this, like, bleach. (laughs) I'm laughing. I may have. (laughs) Hey, man, this was... Over 25 years ago. I think I'm I'm in the clear, right? Yeah. Legally, think. legally. I think I'm in well, the clear. Not, not if someone died. Well, you wouldn't know, be in the clear. I hope that didn't happen. There's no statute of Good luck. No one actually listens murder. to this podcast, right? I may have murdered someone with bleach and Kenwood in the uh, late 90s. It was if concentrated. It, if, it, if it happened, sorry. I don't think it was bleach anyways. They don't put bleach in spray cans, do they? No, it's probably just some kind of cleaning Yeah, solution. it was probably like, yeah, like Windex or something. But either way, we would, that's what I would do. I'd spray all that shit down. And this was just at your local thriftway, at the at the nice thriftway at the time, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? This was in the nice area. Well, that tells up you, in you're safe anywhere. And I'm just sitting there as this little crusty kid, like, fuck these rich people, spraying down their fucking bananas. Meanwhile, some poor kid from fucking some local area probably got the banana and died. <laughs> oh, well. It is what it is. Hey, I, man, the whole time I, never I didn't have it on me. Hey, you now you can look at me the whole time. Not me. It was whole time crazy. was just me? Not not the whole time, but for, for a little bit here. All right, we're going to switch gears in this podcast, and we're going to go. We're going to talk a little. Some of you may be bored about it, but we're going to talk some football today. Well, let's first, I, I kind of am going to take a left turn here to a certain extent, and let me start with. It's a stink bug up on the fucking thing. You know, these fucking things are vicious this time of year, aren't they? I've never smelled one. Me either. Um, Carmen claims they have this, like, really awful smell. Yeah, I've heard, I heard, that, I've heard they smell like cilantro from other people. Either way, I've never smelled them. I haven't either. And we are loaded with them. I oh, mean, I only see one right in here because my garage has the um, the uh, the shield on it on the outside there. That's so a the people bed don't bug, man. <laughs> that's a gigantic. That's a bed bug. I, I wish bed bugs were that big because then you could see them and get rid of them a lot yeah. easier. They're, they're, unfortunately, they're not. All right. Outside of the stink bugs being a pain in the ass, you know who else is a pain in the ass? Anyone that hasn't wrote us yet. Fucking write us, man. We're uh, at shutupcincinnati at gmail.com. You can see on the tampon above Chris right there on the YouTube screen. That's where we're at. Um, you can connect with us. You can ask us questions. You can make comments. You can make fun of us. You can make fun of someone else. And we always got people that want to write in and rip on the other writers, which I love. Yeah, And I speaking love that of too. which, this guy 
is our number one fan. Harry guy? The Harry guy. Our number one fan, all right? And he gets shit on more than anyone, which I appreciate that people shit on our number one fan. So, But he wrote us in. He hasn't wrote us for a while, but here we go. Number one, he has uh, three things itemized. Rip. Cincinnati Bengals, 2021 to 2023. The Cincinnati Bungles have returned. Fuck right. you. Um, uh, we'll get to that. We're we, gonna, we can't say that yet. We're going to talk football here soon. but So I'm just going to pass up on that question. But don't worry, Harry guy. We're answering your prayers this episode. We'll get yeah, to it. There's All my right. answer. There's his answer, which I fair enough there. I, I'm not as far off as you. But I also you know you're not a Bengals fan. Doesn't he claim the Rams or some stupid he, fucking no, team? No, he claims the Buccaneers. The Bucks. All right. He wears that Mike Allstott jersey. All right. Well, I do like Mike Allstott. Um, Got to support the Whites. No, he's a Bucks fan. <laughs> Mike from San Diego masturbates the Dragons. Has probably worked at the 7-Eleven down the road at least twice in his life. Matt was pretty cool, though. All right. Mike and Matt, those were the two writers from San Diego oh, yeah, that yeah. wrote us last week. Mike the Flash. Um, I do like that line, masturbates the dragons. Uh, he's calling you a fucking nerd, Mike. And guess what, Mike? If Harry Guy's calling you a nerd, watch out. No I one's mean, more fucking nerdy than Harry Guy. So if he <laughs> thinks you're a fucking nerd, wow. If you look up the definition of the pot calling the kettle black, it's that quote No, right but there. that's fine. <laughs> you know, nerds can recognize other nerds. I like that. Yeah, but... See, I disagree. Now, see, Harry Guy, guy he'd say funny. a lot of things about him. I thought Matt was funny. But he probably doesn't masturbate the dragons. I don't think Matt does either. I hope he does. Um, I, I worked at 7-Eleven probably. Matt was pretty cool. I, I think Mike went after him. That's the reason. And Matt didn't. We called him a homo. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, well, some other kind of homo, right? It was a, um, he had a good word for it. All right, uh, number a, three. A retarded pedophile? Is that what he called him? No, that was uh, Get Pussy. Get uh, Pussy's the oh, retarded yeah. pedophile. Yeah, he called him a homo. Yeah. A nosebleed. Yeah, a nosebleed. He, nose he was a nosebleed. All right. I'd like to hear Mr. Burt do a movie review on Saw X before I decide to donate another 20 bucks to a shit movie. Uh, Mr. Burt wouldn't mind doing a review for Saw X, but I'm not paying to go see Saw X either. So if, if it's in the theaters, you're going to have to fucking wait. Mr. Burt watches things uh, on the fire stick like months after they come out. All right. I'm not up to date. And when I say me, I mean Mr. Burt. All right. In light, we need more football talk and less cock talk. The people of Cincinnati are ready to hear some complaining, goddammit. Also, who'd win in the fight needs to make a comeback? That's all, cum dumpsters. All right, that's it. Harry Guy, thanks for writing in. Fuck you, I'm not a cum dumpster. You are a cum dumpster. Um, and next uh, week, not me. You. who wins the fight will make a return next week based on what you said. All right. He recommended it to me. I think that was a great bit. All right, yeah, yeah. Well, anyhow, we will bring that that bit back, and I do like that bit, and we forgot about it. So, um, but fuck you. Uh, well, fuck let's you. get right into it. Fuck you. Uh, you know what? We've had a horrible start. Our uh, our offense is not producing. Our defense is producing when they want to. Uh, one week great, next week shitty. I don't think it's a matter of want. But well, what I'm saying is they fucking played great against the Rams. They were fucking best defense in the league that week. And yeah. this week they kind of sucked. Oh, they sucked. But here's the deal. Uh, first of all, fuck you. Uh, second of all, I don't know if you've noticed, but we play in the second weakest division in the league right now, mm -hmm. in my opinion, besides besides Matt's uh, NFC North. But um, yeah, we got a lousy start. There's 17 games in a year, man. We're one and three, so it won't happen. But we could finish uh, 14 and three. That won't happen. But uh, uh, nobody in the league will probably finish 14 and three. Uh, I, I think at this point. Uh, 11 and 6 gets us in the playoffs, maybe even 10 and 7. 
So I'm not worried about starting this way. They have to fix what's broken. Something is broken, but the talent is there. They're just not meshing as a unit. But uh, RIP, up your ass. I kind of feel different, and I'm going to get right into this one. All right, Asshole of the Week had so much competition for me this week, I believe I have three of them. Maybe even more, because I'm don't not sure who I want to put the first asshole on. But I'm going to go ahead, and because he is the head coach, I'm going to put it directly on Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor keeps on pretending like there's not a problem. There's a fucking problem, dude. Not only are they one and three, it's not like we're playing super close games. They're getting the shit beat out of them by the fucking Titans. All right? There's a problem, and they don't want to admit it. Their offense is completely going out of shotgun. Every defense knows this. All you have to do is fucking blitz this motherfucker because he can't move. And he can't throw off his back leg. So he can't put any velocity on the ball. This is an issue. You either need to sit this man or you need to admit that there's a fucking problem and we're probably going to be not that great until this guy heals. Because it's the truth. That's all the right? truth. And, and that's the absolute truth. And I don't even mind if you sat him the rest of the fucking year, all right? If that meant that we're not going to ruin our prospects for the next fucking 10 years. Because right now you got a sitting duck, sitting duck franchise quarterback that can't move and defenses are keying in on him in the blitz and he's going to get fucking hurt. And I'm not talking about a little calf injury hurt. I'm talking about next thing you know his knee's gone and then we got real future issues yeah. because we're playing this guy that's not giving us a chance to win right now anyway because the playbook is so small and... And you're just setting them up, dude. We're setting ourselves up for future failure over what? Over missing out on this year? We're already one and three, man. Sit him down until he's healed. Sit Burrow down. And Burrow's too tough for his own good. And that's why Burrow is almost one of my assholes of the week. And it, I think it's just his personality. That guy's not going to sit on his own. He's not going to go to oh, you. No, no, he's never. not going to go to you and go, hey, you know what I think would help the team in the long run is this. He believes in himself so fucking much that as a coach, you got to be the person that steps up and goes, hey, man, this is what's good for the franchise. And I might take a couple hits for this, but the long run, this is the the this is good for the franchise. Right now, what they're doing is not working. They're not only losing, but they are putting up historic bad numbers yeah. and yards per play and everything else. His completion percentage is down like 20% compared to, or maybe not that much, but it's down. He has the highest completion percentage ever in the NFL up till this year. Now it's already not anymore. You know, yeah. already because of the way this season started, he can't fucking throw the ball. I mean, you got a big issue, and we're just going to sit there and pretend like it, it's not a fucking issue. As far as their defense playing, the problem is they can't stop the run. We look great against the Rams because the Rams didn't run the ball. Every team that runs the ball straight at us, we can't fucking stop them. Our yeah. defense is really built more, I guess, to stop the pass, I guess. I didn't really think about it, but yeah, I think DJ Reader in the pass was, was good enough maybe to carry the whole defense and stopping the run, but they don't seem to be doing it this year. I don't know what it is, but, but teams running straight at them, we can't stop them. And that's what happened with the Titans. The Rams only passed. Um, Baltimore ran straight at us. Cleveland ran straight at us. We couldn't fucking stop them. So as long, I think that's the game plan right now against the Bengals. You run the ball straight up the middle, and you, and you fucking blitz like a motherfucker on defense, and you'll probably contain the Bengals. And I got a feeling that's exactly how Arizona beat Dallas. They just ran the ball straight up the fucking middle of the whole game because Dallas is kind of the same way. Yeah. And I got a feeling that's exactly what's going to happen this week. Now, you got to hope that Burrow does continue to get better each week if you're not sitting him. Maybe he is. I don't fucking know. But I haven't seen it if it's the case. You know what I mean? Well, the on on paper, 
we beat the Cardinals without a quarterback, period. Yeah. So I'm with you on put Browning in. Yes, I don't get it. I, see I just if the don't rest get of it. the team. They asked Zach Taylor this week, is Burrow playing? And he goes, Pfft. That's a stupid That's question. That's a stupid question. Yeah. No, it's not a stupid question, dude. That's not a stupid question. <clears throat> no, he said, I don't understand the question. Well, and understand I understand the question. A guy that's hobbling around with I'm the a, lowest completion yeah. percentage in the fucking league. I'm a Zach Taylor guy. I'm not the guy saying, fire Zach Taylor. He's a shitty coach, blah, blah, blah. But right now, he's doing some shit that I think's not right. And I, I really wish it would could, change. Could Mike Brown have something <clears throat> to do with that? Maybe. I don't know. He could. I mean, he might be going, yeah, I paid $275 million for this guy. He's going to play. Yeah. Maybe. I don't think so, though. I think Mike Brown's a very smart individual. And there's never been a history of him making players play injured. Never. Ever. And he, it's not like people <clears throat> act like Mike Brown's this cheapskate, and he is to a certain extent, but I think he's more of a business guy. He's always been quick to pay people that are worth it. He was, you know, he paid Burrow the biggest contract ever. When Andy Dalton uh, signed for his what, contract, two weeks until they redid uh, for sure, Mahomes. but that's that's always the way it's gonna work. The Andy Dalton, same thing. When he signed, that was the biggest contract at the time. I mean, you know, just the numbers are completely different this time. Yeah. Carson Palmer, when he signed, that was a huge contract. He's <clears> never <throat> been against paying his big players, so I don't I don't think it's being cheap. But either way, I, I don't know. I I just I, I just I mean, know what they're doing's not working, and it. You're an asshole for not addressing it. And, and at least, you know, the same thing Brian Callahan, their offensive coordinator, like, well, should we be making some changes to do this? He's like, we don't need to change anything. We just need to execute better. Come on, man. Maybe you need to change some stuff. Like, Maybe or, you're putting it all on the players. Or what I'm putting this down on, yeah, fuck him for that, that stupid comment. Um, I'm still going back to the fact that in the offseason when he hurt himself, that we didn't go out and get a veteran quarterback as a backup. Now, great that you have faith in this rookie Browning, but he's never thrown a pass in the fucking NFL ever. Yeah. Never. So maybe with Burrow gone and this way we can give him something, why didn't you look at somebody like a Teddy Bridgewater? Yeah, or that a, don't make sense. Or and a Jameis Winston who's sitting on a bench. And the people in Cincinnati are like, Darnold even. I don't know why we've always had this like weird love for A.J. McCarron, but people act like <clears throat> the sign of him off the XFL, he's going to be the savior for the franchise. No. And it's like, what the fuck? I remember <coughs> the A.J. McCarron. I, you know, I, I – I'm a Facebook dork, so I look at my memories in Facebook, and I remember making a lot of comments at the time about about McCarron and like when he finally took over for Dalton for that short while. Everybody was right. like, "This is the time that he played like shit." Yeah. Now they almost won that playoff game, but it wasn't because of how McCarron was playing. Right. All right, their defense was doing well at the time, and you know, and they did some other things. But either way, it wasn't because McCarron. When McCarron actually played for the Bengals, he sucked. Yeah. And I remember when they drafted him. I knew that was going to be an issue. That. They drafted McCarron, so now they're going to want Dalton out. And Dalton was better than McCarron, all right? He always was. And then if they got Andy Dalton right now, I'd be a lot happier. That's what I'm saying. Right. I'm saying there's there's eight or nine quarterbacks that were starters for their respective teams for years mm -hmm. that are sitting on benches right now. Yeah. That they're not going to cost you a billion fucking dollars. Go out and get one of them. Yeah. At least for now. Then make sure 100% that Joe's ready to come back when he comes back. At least in the meantime, we're not pinning all of our hopes on a kid who's never thrown a ball in the fucking M. Yeah, that, that's weird. And they say that his game's changed completely. I was <clears> reading about Browning where Browning, um, you know, his whole career, he got by just <clears> on arm strength. And then finally, you know, upon meeting Burrow... He introduced him to Jordan Palmer. You know, he's like, we need to work on your technique. Supposedly, he's the greatest quarterback. Well, apparently, he knows. Yeah, league. he yeah. knows like perfect technique, and he has this like weird tech. Now he's always been a technical dork. Like I remember when he was with the Bengals, he made some app that told you when to take a piss during movies. Like it re watched all the movies and it told you like the boring part where you wouldn't miss much to go take a bathroom break. Really? Yeah, yeah it was like a big thing. It was when he was a backup for the Bengals, only like twenty four years old. You know, he's, he's Eric Thorman. Yeah, he's just a fucking nerd. Yeah, Eric's telling me he's about to get a job to go fucking figure out aliens or something. I'm like, 
All right, yeah. bud. Good, good Enjoy luck. Enjoy New Mexico, yeah. pal. <laughs> good luck, buddy. Either way, Palmer's this tech nerd, and he's found out this tech way to, to help quarterbacks. And you know, But either way, he's the shit. And anyways, Browning went to him in the offseason. It turns out, after monitoring him, he's never used his legs and his hips to throw a ball in his fucking life. All arm. All arm. He's and got so, a gun. And so they... You know, correct it the way he throws the ball, and now apparently his velocity is much big. You know, everything's improved. He looked like shit during the preseason. Yeah. So, all right, all right, cool. His technique's better. He can throw a ball quicker. He looked like shit in the preseason. Now it was with backup players. Whatever. We didn't give him Jamar Chase and Teagans out there. But, um, and he might not get Teagans anyways because he got a fucking broken rib or some yeah. shit. So, I don't know, man. The Bengals season has been the most frustrating fucking season as a Bengals fan. And, and in a it long has been because when time. you look forward to it for so long, that's what and you I mean. Fucking wait and wait, and then you start this way. You're like, ah. Uh. Now I did look at the next five games. Honestly, we can win four of them. We should win four of them. It, it, the the real Bengals can. Yeah. But we'll see. They they've yet <clears> to play like them yet. So right. And all this football talk is great and all, but once again, fuck you, Harry guy with the R.I.P. Fuck off. Yeah, I know. I mean, you know, to sit there and say the season's over, man, there's a lot of football left, dude. A lot of, all we got to do is fucking straighten out what's wrong and squeeze in with it. even a fucking wild card. I don't give a fuck. Gets us in the playoffs. So you and Mike Evans can go take a flying fuck. Yeah. You know who's also an asshole? Who? Joe Namath. All right. Now that might come out of left field. 90 years old, dude. That might come out of left field. But Joe Namath is the most overrated quarterback to ever make the NFL Hall of Fame. Do you know this man has more losses than he has wins? Yeah, but... The whole, Do you know that he has more... Name of this famous because he said, we'll win, I guarantee it. Cool. That's why that said. shouldn't get you in the Hall of Fame or known as one of the greatest quarterbacks <clears throat> of all time. When, you, when, when like, a non-fan or just, like, a casual fan of football hears his name, especially, like, our age, you know, nowadays he's probably at least 100 years old, so maybe the kids don't know who he is. But our age, you always heard about Joe Namath being this great quarterback, this Hall of Fame quarterback. You see the, you know, the, the old films with him with the fucking... Big uh, coat and every other big fur coat, and you know, saying the calling his shots, basically doing the Babe Ruth thing. So you think he's this great dude? You look at his stats, dude. He's dog shit. He had more interceptions than he threw touchdowns. I mean, the dude was dog shit. Andy Dalton put up better stats than him. There's a a list of quarterbacks that put up Super Bowl. I get it. So so did uh Trent Dilfer. He's not in the Hall of Fame. True. You know what I mean? And honestly, Trent Dilfer put up better numbers than Joe Namath. This guy was shit as a quarterback. I understand it was a different era and everything else, but who else was part of that era? Johnny Unitas. He put up fucking numbers. You look at his numbers and they stack up. You know what I mean? So there were quarterbacks that did it. You can't just tell me it was a different era. There were quarterbacks that did it. That guy got famous just based off his name. Anyways. Jersey Joe. My point is, anytime this guy fucking makes a comment in New York about their football team, it's like gospel. And apparently he's shitting all over Zach Wilson. I never wanted to, uh, you know, support Zach Wilson. But at this point, I'm putting my foot in the ground and go, Zach Wilson's probably a better quarterback than Joe Namath. So shut the fuck up there, Hollywood Joe. Uh, Sit there and and drink all your booze and molest all your women. But don't fucking talk shit about people when you have a fuck more interceptions than touchdowns. You're in the Hall of Fame. You should be doing nothing but saying thank you to everything the rest of your life. You should be the most, like, thankful person ever. You have never got further on less. You know what I mean? And as far as NFL players are concerned. Joe was popular because, I, you know, I think Because he he was the first star. Yeah, plus he was... He was in Playgirl. Chicks loved him. They made a they made That's a what I mean. was, Jim was, McMahon out of him. He you was know? one of the first actual like mainstream <clears throat> football stars. Yeah, and I get that, but that shouldn't put you in the fucking Hall of Fame. No, I agree. All right, and, and this guy is there, 
and he's just out there talking all sorts of shit. And good for Zach Wilson to come up and putting up a game against uh, Kansas City. You know, he in the too. end, he still lost the game for him. Also, played, but that was the most. Great. That was the him. most he's ever looked like a starting quarterback in the NFL, and I'm kind of rooting for the guy at this point. I don't know why, but I think it's just because he got so much fucking hate. And New York is such a shit city as far as the way they support their teams that oh, I, um, yeah. well, I'm, I'm going for him and naming an asshole. Well, that's the thing about New York. You got two football teams and two baseball teams, and the city just kind of splits. Yeah. I don't know if they split. I mean, they play in the same fucking stadium, but I don't know if they split. Both in New Jersey. Based on where they live. Yeah, I don't know how that works. You know, hey, 54th Street over, the Mets guys out of here where Yankees people. Isn't there like a class system, too? Wasn't the baseball more of a class thing? Like the the poor people like the Yankees and the richer people like the Mets? It would seem, well. You know what I mean? Like shit like that at at one point anyways. I don't know if it's still like that. But uh, either way, I thought that was kind of a thing. But what about the Isn't Chicago kind of the same way? Like you the know, poor people like the Sox. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the, and the yuppies like the Cubs. Yeah, I'll tell you, man, that fucking that, that uh, old Comiskey Park, where wherever the White Sox play now, uh, it's a fucking scary neighborhood, dude. It's like playing in fucking Winton well, Winton Terrace. Yeah, dude, it's Southside Chicago. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it's not it's the area. That's you a- will pay the a uh, hundred dollars to park. All right, my last asshole this week, okay. and it's still football related. I again, I don't even know who to call an asshole, so I'm just going to call the NFL and the media assholes. Okay. I don't want to see this fucking skinny bitch anymore on my football. I don't give a fuck who the players are dating. And we know who we're talking and about. And I don't... No, we're talking about Taylor Swift, and I don't know if I blame her. All she's doing is watching her boyfriend play football. You know what I mean? I, she's not doing anything extra. She's in the booth cheering for her boyfriend playing football. The rest of us, if, if my son was playing or, or you know, if I was watching my wife playing the WNBA, I'd be cheering, drinking a drink like she is too. She's not doing anything wrong per se, but the attention this fucking league is putting on her. Yeah. Who are they trying to appeal to? Now, I know they're going to get a little quick gain. Like, apparently the, the viewership for fucking the Kansas City games is like playoff numbers right uh, now. Kelsey's jerseys have... Yes. Quadrupled and I get that. I I understand all that. But you're rubbing the rest of us the fucking wrong way. And we've been your fans forever. And it's nothing against her. It really isn't like a fuck Taylor Swift thing. Because I don't really blame her. I just blame these people for putting a camera on her constantly. Like any time a fucking someone farts on the field, we got to see what Taylor's up to. Yeah. What the fuck are we doing, dude? I think Taylor smelled that one. Yeah. <laughs> what are we fucking doing? I don't know. This is such a waste of airtime, and you're rubbing the rest of us wrong, and they're all doing it, dude. I, I follow, like, ESPN on Facebook and all that shit, and every two minutes it's a picture of Taylor Swift. Or, or Is she going to be at the next game? Who gives a fuck, dude? Some guy I'm, the I'm other watching day, sports. Some podcast the other day, some guy was giving a, a fucking conspiracy theory on how they're both not actually dating. they just doing this because they're making all this money off jersey sales and press time and all that. I don't care. Uh, Maybe. When I'm I don't watching know. football, I, I the only time I want to see somebody like Taylor Swift is if you're singing the national anthem. After yeah. that, get the fuck out of there. No, I agree with you there. If you're if you're singing the anthem, go for it. Even if it was somebody I liked, if Dave Grohl was fucking one of the cheerleaders, I don't want to see Dave Grohl every. No, five it has minutes. nothing to do with anything. I don't. I don't want to see no. Nothing. I don't mind when they show the celebrities once. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, like hey, I think, who's in town? Yeah, the NBA does that. You know, you get the at the beginning of the game, like oh, Spike there. Lee, Chris Rock, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. You know, cool, whatever. They all go to the game every once in a while. A ball go up, ha ha! Ball almost hit Jack Nicholson in the face. Cool. Yeah, but. 
outside of that, I, I don't give a fuck. They're, you know, they're there for their reasons and let them enjoy their night. I don't want to look at them all fucking night. That asshole would be the networks, not the NFL. Yeah. It would be ESPN. Well, I think that every single one of them is exploiting it. It's it's all the networks, all the media, but don't think the NFL isn't right there with them. Well, no, it's you know viewers, I mean? man. That's all they care about yeah. is how many people are tuning in to but watch But what, what they don't know is they're turning other people off. I guess the <clears> thing <throat> is, is we're the addicts, you know, or like you always offer deals. I mean, we know this in the casino industry. You don't really offer deal to the addicts because they're coming no matter what. Yeah. You want to get that casual there to watch for a little while and get their money also when right. you never got their money. Because <clears throat> at the end of the day, no matter how much you piss off the addict, he's still coming back to you. You so know you what I mean? You get a bunch of these Swifties watching football yeah. now. And, and yeah, someone like me, I'm still going to watch football regardless how much <clears throat> Taylor Swift you know, bothers me. <clears throat> but fucking A, dude, I, I just don't get it. I don't get <clears throat> these. I don't get I don't these either. fucking nutty cunts that are going to watch a football game. <clears throat> I think you got cancer. Um, <clears throat> no, I, I, I just diagnosed you. You do this every fucking episode i have frogs in my throat that, that's not a real thing that's like that's what people I don't with cancer, cancer call i don't have cancer <laughs> i hope not because that's mean if i <laughs> yeah, said i it. don't have no pain or anything either like that. either way dude that's that don't sound healthy you're dying no i'm not yeah you're dying. i, I have you're to tuberculosis i think that's tb no i get i get a phlegmy throat is tuberculosis still a thing uh, apparently, it made a resurgence here this last year in some countries you know there's a whole center on um I believe that's uh, McMillan. You drive down, and there's like a thing, tuberculosis center of Cincinnati, and there's a big-ass parking lot. I'm thinking, what do you need that parking lot for? Is, this, is there that much tuberculosis going on? What the well, fuck's happening? No, I think it's just... Who knew? Is this like old? Said, there is this was from a, the 20s? There was a breakout in it mm-hmm. not long ago in some country. Uh, I don't remember which country, but um, apparently it spread around a little bit, and everybody was getting it. Now, here, now we have medications for it, but I think it's just like... A cancer center. Hey, you got TV. You come here. They probably do other lung stuff. Yeah, I don't want anything to do with that, man. That's worse uh, than AIDS. Uh, to, Push your microphone up a little bit. To put this down, um, I'm going to say fuck Taylor Swift. I don't oh, yeah. like her. Um, and I guess the reason I don't like her, and this is a dick move, because I don't know. I'm not, I don't hate her as a person. I did that wrong, didn't I? I just don't know why she's so popular. Mm-hmm. It's not like she's a lyrical genius. Her songs are stupid. They're about stupid things. I have a feeling this girl was had a pretty fucking cushy upbringing. I don't know. But why has suddenly the entire world grabbed her like she's the fucking Beatles? I don't understand. Can anybody explain it to me? Her songs aren't like, oh, my God, that was so fucking deep. It, it, I don't feel like she's even had a hit song for a long time. I, I think it's a cult thing. I, I, th- I think and then it's, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but... Once something becomes big, like, everybody wants to be part of it. And for yeah. some reason, she caught, you know, she had that tour this year, and it just it caught fire. I think it was the first time she's toured in a while. And, you know, you got it. She's, she's been big for a long time, so she reaches multiple generations of fucking shitty women. And, um, and guys. And queers. And um, <laughs> either way, yeah, she definitely has a demographic that she's reached for, you know, over a decade. And I think she became big because of that tour and her name started getting in the in the news. And then everybody just wants to be a part of that. So it just becomes bigger and bigger. And then the Swifty thing is born. And I yeah. I swear these people didn't. She's been around for a long time. This is the first I've really heard of that in the last year. So it's not like this following has been around forever. I'm sure they've been like, you know. But her music is so yuck. To me. Yeah, I don't get it, but whatever. I mean, I don't get any I of mean, it. I mean, got, she got famous her first two years of writing songs about ex-boyfriends and calling them assholes, basically. Because has there ever been a, like, a, a sensation like this as far as women are concerned? I mean, you know, Mariah Carey was huge. Whitney Houston was huge. I think Lady Gaga did this. And she never had this Adele kind of Adele did this. Never that Celine kind of Dion did this. They were big, but they never had cults. Celine Dion was. They didn't have cults, dude. 
They didn't have cults of people that fucking followed them. They, if Celine Dion showed up on a fo- football game, the viewership's not going to go up 10%. I think this is the first person I can think of. Well, that's what like I'm saying that. is Adele sells out that stadium like just Chanel. like she does. You know? Uh, you know, so is Beyonce. Beyonce is fucking no huge. Doubt. She's, no doubt. She's underrated. I mean, I, I feel like she was Taylor Swift before Taylor Swift. And now Taylor Swift, it's kind of like the Elvis. You know, like the black lady did at first, but then Elvis comes along and it, it's somehow bigger and it's her thing, even though it wasn't her thing. No, I think that's kind of the thing with Beyonce, I don't too. Know. I don't know what it is, but to me, it's like the boy band thing. I'm just hoping it fizzles away. Yeah, just go away. Just I mean, get out of my you're football. Worth, you're worth a billion dollars. You don't need the fucking I don't, money. I, I don't, don't wish bad care. things on you. I don't want you to get hurt or anything. Just fucking leave the football alone. Man, just leave, leave my world. I don't mind the Taylor Swift thing. Whatever. If you want to be big, have huge stadium shows, you bring money to cities, good for you. But stay off my football, goddammit. Yeah. This, yeah. is, this is my game. Go away, Taylor, you fucking whore. All right, so first four weeks of football. I was about to say this, I think. Who's your Super Bowl prediction after the first quarter? Uh, after the first four. Yeah, I quarter. have one. Your Super Bowl prediction? Yeah. All right, get for it. San Francisco 49ers. That's my NFC pick also. And my AFC pick, as of now, I guess I'm going Miami. Miami? Even though they just got crushed. Yeah. I think overall, now well, I'm going Miami or Buffalo at this point. I think yeah. I think both teams are better than Kansas City. I, I do really agree do. with you. I, I think both of those teams are better in Kansas City. Um but there's still a part of me to think Kansas City makes it back to the Super Bowl. They find uh, a way. I, 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 I just mean, think Buffalo, Mahomes finds a way. I he, think you know. I think Tua's not going to stay healthy for the whole year. I just don't see it. I'm sorry. I, I don't and see it. And I see it. Mostert going down, too. And that's what I'm saying. I, I, so I see injuries for that team. And I see Buffalo just Josh Allen's going to Josh Allen it up, dude. He's going to be the best player in the league five weeks in a yeah. row and then have this game where he throws four interceptions. You know, and that's. That's what Josh Allen's always done. So see, it, until he can prove me wrong. This year it's totally turned around. Last year I was saying, my God, the AFC is so loaded. And I'm not saying the NFC is loaded. But now the AFC is not as strong as it was. Uh, there's not those three or four teams. There's three or four teams that stand above everybody else. But they're not, like, loaded with everybody anymore. Mm-hmm. People have been dished off and traded and blah, blah, blah. But if I had to say tomorrow, Super Bowl, I guess I'm either I'm going San Fran and either Buffalo or... Or, or Miami. Yeah, I just can't see anybody beating San Francisco right now. I can't either. I mean, Brock Purdy's playing. He's, he's fucking mini uh, Tom Brady shit. You know what I mean? Where he's just running a super efficient offense, not making mistakes, and leading them when he needs to. McCaffrey's the best player in the league when he's healthy. No doubt. Um, and he's staying healthy. And, and so their far. defense is fucking ridiculous. You know, and last and week. And they got good now coaching. Last week, you know, uh, they made a game out of it, but. Debo had like six yards. They didn't get Debo involved because he was well, kind of hurt. That's just the way they were. But the whole point of San Fran is you can hurt a couple of their key players and you're not killing their team. Well, that was that was Cincinnati up until this year. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, honestly, that was the way our offense worked. You know, Chase would have 50 yards one week and 200 the next, and Higgins would be the opposite, you know. Or then every once in a while, both of them would have 50 yards and Boyd would have 120, you know, and that was the yeah. way you could do it with, when you're that loaded as a team. Um, but, you know, injuries are hurting Cincinnati right now, and right now San Francisco is healthy. So and their defense is always going to be a lot better than our defense because their yeah. defense is fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. So uh, <clears throat> you know another thing is Ramsey going to come back this year because that makes a huge difference in Miami. Makes a giant. You difference. know what I mean? Think if you had Jalen uh, Ramsey there. I don't know how long he's hurt for. Yeah. I don't know how long he's out. Because if Ramsey was covering Diggs, that <clears throat> Buffalo game looks different. You it know, does. It's, so it does. that that's a huge difference. That was one of the reasons why Miami was such a front runner for a lot of people because they brought in Ramsey this year and uh, you know, add his defense to that offense and, and that could have been crazy, <clears throat> but. Now the we'll thing see. about it is that offense is 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 sick, 
the running backs aren't the best in the league, but they're solid. And no, it's the same thing that they had with San Francisco because they ran basically the same run scheme as San Francisco because yeah. that's where it was born from as McDaniel's. And it's the same thing. San Francisco always had these mediocre running backs, but they still were putting up big numbers. Then San Francisco got McCaffrey. Right. So you put a great running back in their system, it's going to be fucking stupid. Miami got like a Jonathan Taylor. You know what I mean? Like if they, if they go out and get a super talent, they're going to be the best fucking running back in the league all of a sudden because that scheme is so good with mediocre talent. And then you got Tyreek and Waddle. On the Especially other, speed. Know. I mean, that's what he really needs is speed. That's Well, that's that's San Francisco, or that's what Miami has right now. Is well, speed. that's because he, he got people for his system. His system's based out of speed and, and getting people open using their speed and then getting them in space. And their running system's kind of the same way as far as just giving the running back space and letting them use their speed. And that's why Mostert's working great in that system. You put that guy in the Bengals, he sucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not. So you're, you're going San Fran, and who's your AFC team if you had to pick I, one? I think right now I'm still picking Kansas City. Are you? And, and they're not playing well right now, honestly. But no. I think by the end of the year, I think Andy Reid will have him playing. And I think in the end, Mahomes is still the man. He's the, and, he's the and I I think when they go against San Francisco, didn't I think play they great lose. this last week. He has, he's had a couple bad weeks, yeah. but he's he's still in the end until someone else steps up and proves it. I have a hard time betting against Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Me too. You know what I mean? I All right, like worst it. team in the I'm, league. I'm, I'm rooting against them. Worst team in the league. <sighs> I got two. I think you have the same two. Uh, the Giants and uh, the See, fucking uh, who Carolina else? Panthers. The, uh, the Absolutely Panthers? atrocious. Yeah, because their defense doesn't suck. <sighs> They're not a good team. No, no, no. Um, they're far from a good team. But they their won defense a game. Have they won one? I don't. I don't remember. Are there any? How many teams have lost? Who, who's your? You said you had two. The Giants. The Giants were by the other far, ones by far. The Giants and are really fucking after bad. watching them last week, and that's the worst part because I do not think that Daniel Jones is a bad quarterback. I think I he's a bad quarterback. Don't. I think he's just kind of an idiot, and he has nothing around him. This past game, none of that was his he's fault. Now, definitely they, not an idiot. The, he's a the pick six. The pick six. Yeah, that was a bad fucking call. He should have never thrown that pass, and it was a bad pass to begin with. Yeah. But he had no time to do, and he couldn't scratch his ass, man. Mm-hmm. They, as, soon, as soon as the fucking ball was snapped, they were on him. That was not his fault. And he had fucking Dable over there going, uh, "What the fuck are you doing, dude? Are you not watching the same fucking game as me? Nobody is blocking." Yeah, yeah, they got a horrible line. Horrible. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Houston's a lot better than I thought. C.J. Yeah. Stroud might actually end up being the first Ohio State quarterback worth a shit. I agree. And I'm actually becoming a little bit of a fan, probably just because he's on my fantasy team. But either way, I'm, I'm starting to be a fan. I like the fact that they're finally going to have a quarterback worth a shit. Damian Pierce a, is a good back. I'm an Ohio State hater, but it, come on, guys. You have, to, you have to hit one eventually, right? I mean, fuck. Yeah. How many bad quarterbacks can you have drafted to the NFL with high expectations that end up sucking? It's it's amazing at this yeah. point. So uh, I'm kind of glad uh, CJ Shroud's he's playing finally well. worth a shit. You know who's not playing well? Des Ritter. Oh, Des Ritter. UC graduate. That's the thing. And I'm a UC guy, but Des Ritter was never, ever going to be anything more than an okay backup in the NFL. To me. Yeah. So uh, the fact that they think that you're going to keep on I don't know why Atlanta hasn't put Heineke out there yet. Um, he, he took the, the commanders to the playoffs a couple years ago. I, I mean, he's not the worst quarterback in the league. He's not the best, but he's he's better than Ritter. He's All right. Definitely better and Ritter's, than Ritter. I, I, I get that maybe you're hoping something's going to click in him. He's going to become this great quarterback. I don't think it's going to happen. I think he's destined to be an all right backup. You know, Teddy Bridgewater is his peak, maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is this is not going to be your Lamar Jackson. But I mean, he can make a career out of that. He can no, always sure. have a There's, home. And you know what I mean? He can always get paid a couple hey buddy, million dollars a year. You could come to Cincinnati right now and be the backup, and I'd be happy. I'd rather have Ritter than Browning. I'd have, rather, I'd have Ritter starting over Browning. That's what I mean. Yeah. I, I, I'd rather have him than that. So, I mean, the, the guy definitely has he's 
going to make a couple million dollars a year and have a fucking 10, 12-year career in the NFL, but he's not right. going to be a starter. Right. All right. And maybe a spot starter, but you're not going to put your franchise on him and expect things that come out great. But there's so many good quarterbacks coming out of college this year. I got to feel certain teams like Atlanta are like, hey, well, if we just stay in the top 10, Caleb, I'm going to land buddy. someone that's going to land. Well, Caleb's a different thing, and he's playing possum right now. Dude's acting like he can pick his team. Mm-hmm. He's named the five teams that he'll play for. Well, it's other, not the way that works, dude. That in the past. I know, but you can't exactly. You can. Yeah, there's been a couple people then that's worked out a little bit. I see bit, him winning the Heisman But you again. still got to pick out the last five or ten teams. You know what I mean? You, yeah. you can't, I'm going to be the quarterback of Kansas City. No, dude, that's not the way yeah. that works, buddy. You, you fuck off. And I forget his teams. He picked out like Dallas and San Francisco. And it's like, dude. They have no shot no, of no, getting it. No, it's not happening, none. bud. And he's, so you know, you, his gonna... dad's basically came out and said that if he don't like the number one pick this year, he's just going to play another year of college. And the thing is with the NIL – He'll make just as much money, so I mean, it yeah. makes sense. The only chance is you're the only problem is you are risking injury and your whole fucking NFL career going down. True, but I guess you're risking that in the NFL too, and only getting that first contract. And you know he's not he's not having the best year of his career. He just threw like six touchdowns last week. Yeah, but I'm saying he, <laughs> last year he every game he didn't miss. He, yeah, yeah, and he's had a bad game or two this year. Yeah, I mean not bad when I say bad, bad for him. But I see him easily uh, becoming the new Archie Griffin and winning the Heisman again. I. I do see it. I've been looking around at everybody else. A lot of good players, but I just think he's the man. I, I think he's. I say they had Dion's kid projected in the top twenty, and I, you know, I think he's played good, but I don't see him as a top twenty dude. No, but they also had Travis Hunter as the Heisman fucking leader. No, no, Come no. But on, that dude. that was just them fucking around that after week two. This is that was after one week or two weeks. This is now. Like I just seen it this week. They had uh, Dion's kid going like number seventeen, you know, in the mock drafts that are all bullshit at this point. But well, it just kind of surprises it, me that you'd have him that high. I hate high. to say it, but it's almost like the Taylor Swift shit. Colorado's a cult right now. Oh yeah, yeah, it's definitely a cult. You know, Colorado is a fucking cult. Yeah. You got celebrities jumping on the yeah, fucking right. Colorado bandwagon. It is weird. It's a weird and thing. And it's because I th- here's why I think it. And is. it would make more sense if it was like a USC or an Alabama, or, you know, like a team that's always yeah. been big. But Colorado. But here's what I'm convinced of, and this is something I've always known to myself, but I, and I'm sure you've known it. If you're a sports fan like us, we watch every, every major sport. We watch and we watch it religiously, and we follow it. Blah blah blah. Is there anybody out there that doesn't fucking love Dion? I don't no. think there is. You I mean, can't. old old white dudes hate him, like the old old white dudes that are just How? like Dion's the man. He's because been the they man. don't, they just see a guy in, in a hat and sunglasses with wearing a chain. You know what I mean? And they just think that's a bear. You should be wearing. You know, they, you know they're still looking at the fucking old school cowboys coach that always wore the suit. You know, that's their oh, that's yeah. their guy. You know, like. But you know what? It's like me. I, I'm 58, man. I love Dion. I, I I loved watching him play. He's one of the best fucking DBs that ever played the game. He came over and played for my Cincinnati Reds for a couple of years. I got to see him live. Oh, Dion Sanders, the dude. Dion's the man. Yeah. And and I think that's why Colorado's become this cult. And I'm sorry, Dion's got two kids on the fucking team. Shador, yeah, he's a decent quarterback. But guess what? He's not up here. He, you know He's what I not. see him as is the guy we just talked about. Des Ritter. Yeah, I could see him being like a Des Ritter in the NFL. You know, he might end up making the league and might end up being a bad. And, and fuck, I hope I'm wrong. He threw for you know 500 I mean? yards against You know, PC. I hope I'm I wrong. I, I hope that that he makes the fucking NFL and he's the best quarterback in the league because I do in the end. I'm rooting for Dion. You know, but if you watch but Dion's I just don't see kid, it. because he does have some talented receivers. He mm-hmm. really does. But talented for Colorado receivers. How big is he? Uh, I think he's like 6'3". Is he that big? He's okay. skinny. Because I feel like he doesn't have the size for an NFL quarterback. But if you watch him... It reminds me of Ritter. Like if just... you watch him play, yeah. 
You kind of see more of a pocket passer than you do a fucking scrambler yeah, at that's, times. That's what Deion said he's been trying to make him be because he yeah, knows that's He's the not NFL. taking off with the ball. Yeah. You know, he's standing in the fucking but pocket. Those are the kind of guys that make it in NFL. You know yeah, what I mean? So that, that is, there is the difference there. Now, granted, it's changing a little bit nowadays. It's taking a little bit longer than college to change anyways. Yeah. You're getting a lot more mobile quarterbacks, but still, there's pocket passers. That's what pocket passers that can move the pocket but not run. You know, where give himself, you know, like a burrow used to do before he got injured. Well, he, I can he was tell a you a pocket this. passer, but he could move a little bit if he had to. Here's what I'm thinking, and this is fucking just me talking out loud. Uh, I don't think Shador Sanders is good enough to go fucking 17th pick. I don't even think he's good enough to go first or second round. I see him as a third or fourth round guy right now mm-hmm. uh, because he has looked bad. He has thrown a lot of bad passes, and he has thrown a lot of fucking— He's only a junior, too. Is he Is yeah. he going to—I mean, is he sticking around for a senior? I imagine he's playing for his dad, right? I mean, yeah, he's probably but, already making millions on the NHI deal. Right? And he's doing commercials with his dad. He's making money. Oh, but the whole thing is— Letters. He's hyped up because of his dad. Of course. He, he's not as good as a lot of quarterbacks in, in college right now. And the thing about him is a lot of these owners, these NFL owners, would go, you know what? God, we take him, and we're filling our fucking stadium. That's the Tebow effect, dude. But, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So if he does go that high, there's a reason for it. It's Mm -hmm. not because of his ability, in my opinion, because, to me, he's a decent quarterback. You know, and I'm not – this is taking out Sanders. This is, you know, whatever about him. But going back to the Tebow, you are – as a franchise owner, you are a fucking idiot because you are setting yourself for short-term gain but long-term fucking disaster. Because as soon as Tebow got to a team, regardless of the fact that he should never have been a starter, you had all of his fans asking for him to be starter. So it was yeah. constantly every question at every training camp. What's Tebow doing? What's Tebow? What's Tebow? You know, what's Sanders Agreed. doing? What's Sanders doing? And if he's not going to be your dude, it's not worth it just for that couple weeks of extra sales. But see, and what I what I see happening, honestly, uh, him, you know, these NFL owners going, he's going to fill our stadium. And what if we just go ahead and make Dion a coordinator? And we just our season tickets are sold Deanne's out. Dan's not going to be a coordinator. But what I'm saying yeah. is, I can see that being yeah. part, thought, part of the thought process. Okay, look what they're doing in Colorado, man. This place is sold out. Everybody's fucking flying in for these fucking games, uh, you know. And it's because of Dion. It's not because of Shador see, Deanne, Sanders. Deanne's, it's not because of Travis Hunter. It's because of Dion. Yeah, and Dion's always been very forthcoming and, and, and honest for the most part. And he said from the beginning, I think that he has no interest of, of, of coaching in the pros because he feels like he can't connect with them the same way you connect with kids. And it, it just it's not as fulfilling to him as what he claims. And you know these pros are going to come offering. All right. After, oh, after this year, the NFL is going to come knocking. And you know he's not going to take a coordinator job. All right. But if a head coach job comes, especially if it's for like the Falcons or if it's for, you know, I think he takes a it. Dallas, you know, some shit like that. Yeah. You, you think he takes it? I mean, he said no. But at the same time. It's, it's a big opportunity. You know what I mean? I, I don't know what he's going to do. It is, but I, I on his what he was saying about connecting with people, it, it is true because, yeah. let's face it, if if uh, if Andy Reid was talking to Mahomes and Mahomes said, hey, Andy, go fuck yourself. Reid's getting fired before Mahomes is getting traded. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They oh, don't yeah. have the power. And now if you're a Browning or something like that. But, I mean, these big stars, yeah, they, they run the show. You don't. Burrow runs the show here, I guarantee. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. That's so, why he's playing right now. Is I right. think he's going, I'm fine. And they're like, yeah. I guess. And I think uh, Zach's going, well, I you know, better stay on the good, exactly. good graces of Joe. Because <laughs> like, the minute Joe calls Mike Brown and says, can I get a new coach? Zach's gone. Yeah, and you I know, don't think that would happen with Burrow. But either way, you're right. That's exactly what it is. Uh, Shador Sanders, you're a middle-of-the-road quarterback. Now uh, a package deal. Now a team goes, all right, I'm going to draft your son in the second round. You're going to be the coach. 
Well, then he's leaving his cornerback son tw- uh, yeah, twisted. You no, know, he's not the favorite. Everybody's no, not the he's favorite. not the favorite. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, he very well could be the favorite. He could end up being not, the best NFL he's one. He's not a quarterback. Yeah, he might be the best NFL prospect when it's all said and done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but we'll, I don't know. We'll see. You know what I find funny about the whole Colorado, like you said, the cult thing? Color, Boulder, Colorado is not a very black area. No, it's hippies. And it's funny because now you're seeing such a strong black fan base all of a sudden. If you look in the audience, dude, you're, that, that looks like an NAACP meeting. I mean, it's just full of black dudes now. But you know what? Now and you're going to have more Dion. and more kids coming to school there. No, no, that's great. That's fine. But it's just funny that Boulder, Colorado is is now the fucking favorite college of, of a lot of black people now because of Dion. And, and I get it. You know what I mean? But it just it's still funny to me because that's not exactly when I think of uh, – when I think of black people, I don't think of Boulder, Colorado. All right. When I think of black people, when I think of Boulder, Colorado, I think hippies. I think maybe rich, is, rich it, skiers, rich yeah. skiers, <laughs> people that want to live in the mountains. Yeah, it's and like live a mix nature. between and hippies what, and rich people. That's all of Colorado for the most part. For the most with the part, exception yeah. Of Denver. That's yeah, why and then there's you, some you know. cities every. You know, every once in a while you'll have some uh, some urban populations, but either way, as far well, as the demographic, I, I yeah. would imagine it's it's mostly white. Now, days. like I said, I'm happy for Dion. He's not going to win out. Uh, I don't care what anybody no. says. He played better against SC than I thought he would because they actually made a game out of yeah. it. But oh, he, I think he's a great coach. I, I think I, I think can't he's a take motivator. That away from I really think that's going to be a powerhouse program if he sticks around for five, six years. Well, the thing about Dion is he he surrounded himself with good assistants. That's what his, I mean. His he's two done, coordinators he's are done fantastic. Everything smart. And from what I understand about this, uh, from these interviews I've seen. You know, these coordinators, you know, a defensive coordinator, offering, they pretty much run the show. If, if Dion mm-hmm. says, hey, let's try this, and they say, well, it's not a good idea because he goes, all right, I trust you. That's why I hired you, yep. you know. Um, but keep his kid out of the Heisman conversation. He's not. He's not there. Maybe he's there next year if he sticks around. I don't know. And they talked about Travis Hunter week one. And it wasn't that just really Dion bothers you. I don't, I don't get Because it wasn't just Dion that did it. Because week one. This is Travis Hunter. Here's- Have you heard his fucking name ever before? No. No, nobody has. But he was one of the number one recruits. Right, but that doesn't mean he's in the Heisman conversation I, I think the he, first week. I think if you paid attention last year to Dion, you would have heard his, his number or his name because he was big at Jackson State, and he was it was a big deal that he went there to begin with because he was a big recruit, and he went to the small-ass school or whatever just to be with Dion. So he was definitely in the news before, but not as like a Heisman candidate or anything, and he still wasn't. He just had a great week, and after week one, you need something to talk about. It was the hottest story in yeah, America. Yeah, you do. It was. It's, it's, it's like anything. It's like the putting the fucking Taylor Swift all over TV. It's They're just looking for views. They're looking, and whether it's a good view or a bad view, it's still a view. Yeah. You know, if it gets you fucking going, psh, Fuck Travis Hunter, or if he gets the next guy going, fucking fuck yeah, Travis Hunter. Either way, they win. Well, I'm, so. I'm like I said, I'm pulling for 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 Dion. I always pull for the Pac-12 because that's where my Sun Devils. I grew up watching my Sun Devils. Uh, I'm a Pac-12 guy. Uh, Pac-12 is looking better than it ever has uh, with just four or five teams. But um, I'm pulling for you, Dion. But uh, let's not get carried away. This isn't, you know. They're not one of the best teams in the country or anything like that. All right. And for all you non-sports fans, fuck you to last 40 minutes or so, but you can enjoy the rest of the show. Oh, I skipped over a little earlier just so we can see you rubbing your nipples. I was I was afraid you were going to stop that when the camera went to you, and I was thinking the whole time the only one watching you rub your nipples is me, and this is weird. <laughs> but all right, go ahead. All right, I've got some uh, some really strong sex advice, and and I am not 
wearing the sunglasses for this one because this is important. <laughs> you really got it. I can't stress how important this is. Um, any of you that watch the show or any of you that know me know that I'm pretty sexually open-minded. I'm kind of freaky, and some people what? think I'm flat-out weird. Uh, last Sunday, I'm watching football <coughs> with uh, Nathan and Matt, and uh, I get done. I go home. Uh, I text my friend, B.E., to see what she's up to. Okay, Bud Eater. I, I text her to see what she's up to. Uh, she's at home. Uh, she doesn't have to work the next day. She wants to come over. Fantastic, because I had a little buzz on. I'm in the mood to get a little butt eating done and to do a little butt eating. And as you, a lot of you also know that I was a real uh, fan of the anal beads uh, thing for a while. As a matter of fact, I'm still remotely a fan and a small finger, but I've made it very clear that only a small finger can go in there or a small set of beads. I don't want anything big in my, in my ass. You're out there, man hands. So Bud Eater comes over last Sunday and brings a little bag of toys with her. Ooh. Okay. She's got uh, this new vibrator she bought that I, I swear to God, if you set it on your car and turn it on, it's going to rub the paint off. Strongest fucking thing I've ever felt in my life. And when she was riding me, she had it down there. I, I couldn't handle it. Turn that off. I, I can't handle it. Well, anyway, she brings this little butt plug about this big. Are you seeing how big this is? About this big. Real right. short little butt plug. All right. And it's probably about that big around. Um, my guess is about as big around as, gosh, I, I can't think of what it compares to, but it wasn't huge. Yeah. But it was bigger, than, a lot bigger than a set of beads or whatever. So we're playing around, okay? And she's got this thing, this, and the butt plug vibrates. She's got it under the my my bag, and she's vibrating my balls while while I'm banging her, and everything is going good. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she popped that thing in my ass. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> I wasn't gonna tell this story. I wasn't even gonna tell my friends. <laughs> he was embarrassed. It hurt so fucking bad. I immediately stopped. I reached back. I yanked that thing out of my ass. And the pain was a pain that I've never felt before. Like I said, you could put a finger in there. You put some beads in there. This thing was about this big around. She popped that thing in my ass, and I swear to God, I thought something had exploded on the inside. She took that thing out. I was immediately done. I said, my my heart out was gone. Uh, you know, I wasn't mean to her or anything, but you can't fucking do that to me when I'm not expecting it. Did you get it, it back? Uh, what's or that? Or the night's done. The night's done. I was done. You're done. Because I was in such physical fucking pain. <laughs> I waited for the pain. It was like a stinging pain. It was like right focused right around my asshole. And I kept having to go like this. And just when I thought it was gone, I would stand up to walk to the bathroom or something and the pain would come back. Oh, man. So my advice to you is if you are not used to things in your butt do not put anything up there i'm used to things in my butt little tiny things she put this thing in here and it hurt honestly for 24 hours <laughs> now it didn't hurt every second yeah it went away but it took a good five to ten minutes for the initial pain to go away where i could even talk to her it hurt so fucking bad I, I thought for sure my asshole was bleeding. I don't know. Because she didn't fucking ease it in or anything. She just fucking and popped it in. It's not it's not this big. Mm -hmm. But I've never had anything that big in my ass before. Yeah. I've only had little things. I've only had a hemorrhoid. 
it hurts so fucking bad. My advice to you is don't try butt stuff. Work up for put a piece of thread in there first if that's what you're fucking working up to. The beads I use are no bigger than this. This thing about killed me. I thought for sure I had an injury. I swear to God, I thought I was going to the doctor the next day. I thought she ripped or broke something. <laughs> and every time I would get up in the middle of the night to go pee, my asshole hurt. Wow. It hurt for 24 solid wow. hours. Don't put things in your butt, people, unless you are used to it. Wow. That's my advice. Yeah, that, you know, that sounds like uh, good advice. It was horrible. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking pain that I've never experienced before. We've all had that kind of pain where you have to shit and the thing's just too fucking big and it hurts coming out. This was going in. I had um, I had someone that told me a little bit different uh, the other day. It wasn't really talking to me. She was talking when I picked up these uh, this couple and another girl at some place downtown and took them to some place over in a uh, Mount Lookout area or something. And they're talking on the way out. They're ordering food. They're a little drunk. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, the one girl, they're ordering McDonald's, blah, blah, blah. I, I, I almost thought the guy was gay, but he talked about kept on talking about being married to another one. And they kept on, you know, mentioning yeah, yeah. how long they were. They weren't gay, but... Anyways, the other girl was just this nerdy-looking girl, and she goes, I got Taco Bell. The last time I got Taco Bell, me and Will tried anal. I didn't mind it. It just hurt. That was it. That was the whole conversation. The other two didn't respond. No one followed up. A couple seconds later, they start talking about something else. And I'm just sitting in my head going... This is where I would normally hop right on into this conversation. I would have. You know what I mean? I go, whoop, stop. Let's get back to this anal. First of all, women are used to being but penetrated. I feel like because no one else followed up on this conversation, it obviously wasn't a welcome conversation. And this girl just made it awkward for the other two for whatever reason. All right. So I didn't want to hop in and go, hey, you guys talking about anal back there? Let me, <laughs> let me throw my two cents in, you know? I would have. <laughs> I couldn't this, have controlled I, I, myself. Dude, I, I, it was hard. I, I, it was I, it super hard for me not to. I almost, and then I almost did at the end. A lot of times I'll shut up, and at the end I'll throw a comment as they're getting out. Hey, take like, care of that butthole. Yeah, like watch out for those bean burritos and that anal, you know, like <laughs> something like that and just see if I can get a giggle out. But even then, I just shut up because in my head, I'm laughing so fucking hard at oh, how yeah. awkward it was. The way she said it with no emotion. You know, I, we tried anal for the first time after talk about. I was expecting more to the story, you know, yeah. like and he pulled it out and there was a bean on his dick or, you know, something fun. <laughs> or he tried but to fuck me it. with those rolled taquitos. And maybe she was going to give more of the story, but these other, she was waiting for some questions or the feedback from the other. But it just got fucking silent. I'm like, how does it just get so silent after this anal talk and talk about this is open the windows? of possibilities and you fucking nerds are just sitting there looking at each other like uh-oh fucking tina's over here talking about anal i, I don't know I, it was just a it was a weird experience and i wish i would have gathered in on that well like i said first of all women are used to being penetrated mm -hmm. okay they're used to that i think that kind of pain but the whole point is i think even gay men that take it in the can okay or things that people that do like big things in their butt Obviously, that's the kind of thing where you have to work up to. Needle, pencil, something a little bit bigger. You know what I'm saying? I never wanted to work Needle, up to it. pencil, black dong. I was good with the beads. <laughs> They're about the size of a marble. I said there's a little bit of discomfort there, but they feel so much better when they're coming out. But never once did I ever think, ooh, I want something bigger. No. I and I don't think Bud Eater had any right under God to decide now was the time for me to take something bigger. It Bud hurt Eater. For 24 fucking hours. I'm and ashamed honey, of you. You know how much fun I have with you. Don't ever stick like anything that. like that in my butt Come on, again. That's, that's aggressive. All right. That's a felony that's in my, some states. You know what? It, I felt violated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it was a finger, I'd have been like, ooh, 
nice. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure in like Arkansas, mm. sodomy's still off the table. So I mean, and she would have been gone. It wasn't like I said. It wasn't huge. Uh, probably about as big around as the top of that uh, Maker's Mark bottle. All right. Now, say, everybody out there, stick a Maker's Mark bottle up your ass so you can know what Chris is talking about. Here, we got to get to this next segment. They're going long. Name your price. That's all price. What do you want? All right. Here's here's, uh, what I've got for you. Um. And this is something you have to expand your mind a little bit on. You have to actually believe this. Expand your mind. Okay. Man. How much would you have to be paid for not a rumor? We're going to call it fact, even though it isn't fact. Okay. For everybody you know, friends, family, this includes your wife, your parents, and everybody to be told that you were gay. Okay. That you suck dick on the side. You've been hiding it for years. You like it in the ass. Uh, you're gay. Your wife is going to think it for the year because, you know, you're going to have to fess up to it. Yeah, honey, I did it. I, I didn't know how to tell you. Your friends all think you're gay. Everyone you know in the world thinks you're gay. Uh, how much would I have to pay you to facilitate that for one year? And then after the year, you can tell. <laughs> after kidding. the year, the person that came out with it said, look, I was lying. It was a hoax. I paid him. Okay. But for a solid oh, year, okay. everyone thinks you, you're drunk on cock. <laughs> Drunk on cock. Including being a All right. power bottom and a top. And you're a homosexual man for a year, according to everybody who knows. And you are not allowed to tell anyone, this is bullshit, dude. I'm being paid. It's going to be fact for 12 well, months. Again, this is not a – your price would have probably be a lot higher. Than my, but I don't know. I'm trying to also make some money here. I don't care. I don't care. Like, 90 the, – the, the wife is a weird thing, but – I got a weird situation, too, where I think my wife would give me a high five and be into it. We got a cow. I'm not gay. She's not gay. Well, maybe a little bit gay, but you know what I mean? We got a calendar in there. Right now, the month of uh, October says, be gay, do crimes. I don't know what that means. I like it because it's hilarious like to tell anyone to go out there and do crimes. It's hilarious, but be, it's just like a whole, all, every 12 months is a different gay. You know, so gay don't bother this family. So my wife would probably be like, yeah, I'm gay. You're I'm gay. I'm just saying, you know, and I'd be it like, would be weird. And I'd be like, well, I only it did it. would be awkward. I just did it that one time. I didn't really dig it that much. So like, oh, we're not going to do it again. And then a year later I go, oh, just kidding. She'd probably be more mad at the end where I just said the just kidding. But then the money would have to win her over. So my price does factor in the wife because she would be upset a year later. Like the gay part, I don't think she'd be mad. You know what I mean? But I mean, during that, during that year, basically, hey, your secret's out. Mm-hmm. I love you and all, but there won't be anything physical. Why? Because you're gay. You're not bi. You're gay. Oh, well, that changes a little bit, I, I guess. I, uh, you know what? Forget that part. Yeah. You can be with your wife. I was going to say, it's that changes wife. a little bit. But, but the whole point is, everybody, uh, suddenly you have gay like, dude, men. I could care less you if you thought I was gay. On you. you know what I mean? Like, I don't... Well, I wouldn't dislike you because you well, were. Well, that's what I mean. The people I'm friends with, well, maybe Nathan. I don't know if he'd still be my friend. <laughs> But the whole point is you have to live the life of a gay man for a year. You don't, you don't have what the to, fuck, dudes. No, you don't have to do any of that. You yeah. just have to think, have pe- everyone you know think you enjoy it. That's what, I, I'm just, I, I'm, I think we're just so different there. I would not care. I right, would not care. I mean, I, I'm honestly, a lot of my price is explaining to my family, not that I was gay, but that I fucking straight up lied to them for a year out of, out of, for money. You know what I mean? So the money would have to be substantial for that reason. You know what I mean? It wouldn't have to be substantial because fucking... 
you know, the manager at work thinks I'm a gay wad. I, okay, cool. You yeah. know what I mean? I, the, yeah. Do I get a discount on gay day? What's going on? Do I? No, I'm, but suddenly I'm gonna you're going to have gay men hitting on you. Care for one thing? No, I'm not. Because you're I'm, a bear, dude. I'm not an attractive guy. Gay guys aren't going to go after me. I'd have to be the just like with women. I I have to be the aggressor. The women don't go after me. Well, you know I what I mean? I'd have to make the gay guy laugh first, and I'm not going to do that. So See, my price. I, would I just be don't high. think I'm going to be a fuck. Well, and I know gay guys that are typically are more aggressive. I guess they are. you know what I mean because. They're guys. And, and guys a are little bit less selective. Sorry. I don't mean that. But uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't. Yeah. But either way. So maybe I would have to fend off some uh, some attacks. You would. But not like, you know, it's not like they're just fucking going at me bare dick trying to pump it in my ass. No. Have, you know what I mean? That. I have no they're, problem just going at ah, not just, interested. Hey, he's and, one of and us. And, you know, whatever he, whatever, you know, it's a skinny dude. Like, ah, I'm only in the fat dudes. Fat dudes. I'm only in the skinny dudes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. brush him off that way without uh, letting my secret be known that I just don't want any cock. Um. Uh, 1.5 million. 1.5 million. My God, your price is way higher than mine. Oh, wow, really? Way higher than Maybe mine. Maybe I just look at money different than you. Way, you're still way in those higher 1980s. than mine. You're still in those 1980 prices with money. The only thing You're going to suck a dick for like 300 bucks a couple years ago. The only thing this is going to cost me is, first of all, my mother's side of the family is going to probably be sending psychiatrists to my house because I need therapy because they're all Catholic. Mm-hmm. I need therapy. Something's wrong with me. The reason that I would charge money, period, I don't give a fuck if you think I'm gay. Yeah, me either. I don't have a problem with gay people. Yeah. I don't care. But I'm not getting laid for a year. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. a problem. That's where I charge you. Yeah. Because I'm a sexually active man. I need sex. And you know how many years left of being a sexually active man, probably? I got 10. You think so? He's yeah. fucking for another I, 10 years? I think, I think as I get older... Mm-hmm. The age of the women might increase some, well, but I'll never be banging so. women my age. When I'm 70, I'll be banging 50-year-olds. Not once? When I'm 70, I'll be banging. Not once. Well, one's attractive yeah. and, and I think fun, yeah. Maybe your attraction changes. Maybe you're all my of a sudden when you're 70 years old. I go of... after fun. Okay, whatever. If you're attractive and I think you're going to suck, I'm not doing it. But anyway. <laughs> Anyways. My price is $100,000. $100,000? That's it. You ain't getting much done with that, though. Well, That's my problem. All, I'm not married and I don't have a family. To... I'm still going to keep working. You still got a family. Yeah, but you gotta tell your kid you lied to him. You gotta tell your gay kid that you. My kid's not gay. My kid is trans. Okay, you know what I'm talking about. But the whole point is friendly to gays. My kids, all of my kids, grew up with a trans sibling. They're very accepting to everybody. Yeah, so maybe that's why they're not gonna be that happy that you lied just to make money on it for a year. I'll spend that's the money why, on them. Well, that's why I wanted my money to be substantial. No, you know, hundred like, grand. You know, like I get, I give you ten thousand. You might not think much, but if I, I can deliver you a fucking Lamborghini. Well, no, for the one point five million, you're asking, I'd actually be gay. <laughs> I'd go around for a year sucking dicks. No, you wouldn't. For a, no, a year, not a, year a year of dick sucking for one point five million. No, dude. I'd need about five million. Yeah, for that. you it, even that I think is a little cheap. I think no, when that money is actually when you're dicks. for a whole year every day, for day five in and day out. Dollars? Day in and day out. For $5 million. Three different dicks a week. I'll suck, I'll suck three dicks a week for $5 Three million. different dicks a week. For $5 million. For $5 million for Fuck a year. Yes, I would. For a year. Not thinking twice about it. That's over a thousand dirty dicks. No, it isn't. What do you mean? There's 52 weeks in a year. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, you're right. It is. <laughs> Dude, I, damn, I do whole... math. 365 times, <laughs> times uh, three. Or no, yeah, fifty-two. Yeah, where are we at? I don't know. Either way, that's a lot of dicks, dude. I don't. I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a hundred and seventy dicks. Okay, you're right. It's hundred and seventy. Hundred and seventy dicks. That's a lot of dicks. Roughly. You yeah. ever you ever seen hundred and seventy dicks at one time? 
No. The whole point is, <laughs> at the end of one year... Could you imagine uh, just a wrestling ring with if, if 170 I, dicks just running if, at you? If you're someone like, says, ah. okay, look, at the end of this year, uh, on, on New Year's Eve, you'll be handed a $5 million cash. <coughs> you have to suck three dicks. Yeah. I would have two fucking simple rules that I must add. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, first one is, clean dicks only. I ain't sucking a hobo dick. You know, these are clean, normal people that take showers. <laughs> There's people with homes that still have dirty dicks. That's why I say clean dicks. Okay. I, I didn't say anything about your living Recently situation. Recently washed dicks. Recently showered dicks. <laughs> and uh, my other one would be... Um, do you got a like a brand preference? Like if they do Irish Spring, you ain't sucking that dick, but if it's Dove, we're good? No, just clean dicks. Oh, okay. I'm glad. Uh, and the whole point is, uh, that's where it stops. Yeah. This is the I weirdest blow, fucking conversation. I blow you and you leave. We're talking $5 million <laughs> here. But for $5 million, when I suck three dicks. dicks a week for a year... Absolutely. Oh, good for you. you hey, wouldn't. guys. Huh? You wouldn't? Yeah, it'd be hard for me, man. I'm not in the sucking dicks. Uh, am, I am? I'm not in the money that much. Uh, five million like the thing, with, the, money, the thing that you presented where it's just like people thinking you're gay. I don't, all day long, I don't give a fuck about That's that. My, your price was $1.5 million I just negotiate, Mine dude. Mine was 100000 I negotiate, and I start high on my negotiations, buddy. Yeah, you could have worked me down to probably whatever you took. But either way, I'm starting up high. You didn't say no. You know, no, the, the other side didn't fucking negotiate back. That's on them. But I would have done it probably for a lot less. Well, it's not the, name uh, so of the, was, the segment's not haggle your price; it's <laughs> name your price. Yeah, but I'm like I'm like three percent Indian on my dad's side, <laughs> so I just have to get it in every once. But in yes, a while. mine would be a hundred thousand. You know what's funny is earlier, like before the show, we planned out the show, and I was like, "We'll do the fuck you first and asshole last." And then when we went in that segment, I just went straight to asshole. Yeah. But since these are pretty much the same same segment we do twice in the show, they're interchangeable. So let's go ahead and get to our fuck you. Fuck you. Now, my fuck you is not for personal reasons. Uh, nobody cut me off or threw a dirty diaper in my it's lawn a shame. or anything I do love like those. that. I do, too. But this time, it's just uh, my fuck you is to Kevin McCarthy. Hey, is that that's, the kid from Home Alone? No, that's oh. Kevin uh, Macaulay Culkin. No, but his name was McCartney, wasn't it? I don't remember. McAllister. Oh, okay, there he is. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, uh, first of all, here's what I think. At this day and age, 2023, if you are the first... To ever do something, whether it's good or bad, you deserve lots of accolades for it. Because mm-hmm. if it hasn't been done by now, impressive. you know what I'm saying? It's impressive. He's the first Speaker of the House ever to get voted out of the office <laughs> in the history of this nation. And we've had some shitty ones. We had fucking Pelosi. Yeah, but we, got for, a, we got a weird nation right now, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, like, that, we got but, a very weird nation. But what? how would you like to be? You will go down in history as the asshole who did this. I mean, that guy is pretty much a... I, I, don't, I can't say I know a lot about this personal situation. But isn't he kind of the just straight down the middle, generic-ass Republican that you can think of? I mean, isn't he that kind of guy? Kind of. And, and so, like, in the past, that guy has always prospered you know what i mean in the past that's that's the guy that you put in charge that was your john boehner that was your you know your your uh but supposedly uh, according dude to in kentucky well first of all Connell. he's going to go down in history because this whole thing happened because of another republican mm-hmm. that fucker out of florida well that's what i mean Matt, that uh, that party is so fractured right now yeah. you know the 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 libs they suck but they all suck on the same side for the most part when push comes to exactly. shove they're all like all right we're team suck over here the Republicans, they're they suck too, 
but they got two sects of suck yeah. that are arguing out who's going to suck more, yeah. and they're fighting. The ultra-conservative versus the moderately much. And, you know, and there's, there's a part of the libs, like, as far as myself, that wants to see that kind of shit happen on our side because I want the hardcores to stand up to the fucking moderates and go, hey, man, can we try this out for a well, little bit? Well, they rip each other pretty good in the debates. In yeah, the but then they join debates. each other in the end. Yeah. Like, they always, you know, as much as, uh, you know, the whatever the the squads, whatever the fuck they are, they'll say whatever they say, but in the end, they always side it with Pelosi. Right. They always side it with Biden. You know, right. they, they took that fucking, their head down, even Bernie Sanders. You know, they end up siding with them in the end. Where the Republicans at this point, they're like, fuck that. We want it this way. Well, I and mean, you got your, your every Democrat, fucking lunatic down there in Florida. I think every Democrat voted him out. And <coughs> well, yeah. I think there were 10 Republicans. Now, the reason that he's my fuck you is because you're the first one that's ever done this. I mean, no one's ever accomplished defeat, yeah. in su- especially in such a short time. He no, it was impressive. Office. But they, they said it was going to happen. That Gates guy said, is that how you pronounce his name? I think. I don't know. That, that fucking Batman villain down there in Florida, he said from the very beginning, hey, We'll hold our nose. We don't want to vote for you, but we'll do it. But as soon as you go against us, you're fucking gone. Yeah. And well, this whole thing happened because of that Matt, I think it's Gates. Uh, yeah, they didn't want to cave into the Democrats' debt ceiling. They wanted to shut down the government because yeah. that makes Biden look bad and blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. You know what I mean? That's what it all comes down to. It's just yeah. some bullshit politics. I don't even know what this debt ceiling is. Like, it, it makes no sense to the normal American. These fuckers it vote on this. None. They and, vote on this every year. They argue it over every year. They threaten government shutdown. Sometimes they do shut the government down, and then they go, all right, well, all right, never mind. We can borrow more money. Who but, are we borrowing this from? Yeah, I don't, we can, none yeah, of we this can is real. More money. None of this is real. But the whole point is my fuck you is not because of any of his political policies. None of them. You're just, there's got to be something fucking wrong with you. You were only speaker for a very short time. It's never happened before. And you're already fucking out. And the first thing you can say in the, in the post outing uh, fucking interview is, well, we all know this was personal. He doesn't like me. Well, obviously he doesn't fucking like you. But guess what? There's nine other Republicans. Yeah, there's a whole like sect of either. them that don't like you, and, so, and all the Democrats don't like you. Fuck so. you for not being smart enough to hold on to a job that <clears throat> someone like Nancy Pelosi fucking held on to for so many fucking years. Fuck you, Kevin McCarthy. Sorry. You know, and I'll, I'll shout out to the libtards there a little bit and say thanks for not saving them. You know what I mean? They could have saved him, voted for him, and kept him in just despite those ten Republicans. Only well, lost by six. Votes. Uh, but this guy has always been a piece of shit. If you're a, if you're a Democrat or a liberal, you you know that guy's never voted for some shit you like. So fuck him. Why would you save him now? You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I shout out to them for actually standing. Usually, usually they stand for nothing. Usually the fucking Democrats these days they stand for fucking nothing and they're, nothing. they're spineless pieces of shit. But. Thanks for not standing up for this fucking douchebag and getting him out. Well, that's um, why he's my fuck you. I know nothing but, uh, about I, it. Yeah, I don't know who's going to take over. I don't know if it fucking matters. There is a yeah. short list of uh, temporaries to put in, but there will have to be another We're about election. to vote for either Trump or Biden, dude, or the fucking Kennedy that talks. Hey, you know what I mean? Like, it's not. Willie Cunningham. I know you hate him. Oh. I'm not a huge fan. Yeah. But he even said, he made a prediction. He said, come election time, Trump's not there. You think? That's what he thinks. But that's what they said about Trump the first time he ended up becoming president. Yeah. They, everybody thought, hey, he's fucking around. He can't do it. Yeah. I don't know, man. He's, I mean, I know everybody's saying Biden's too old to be president and they're right. He's only you know five I mean? years younger. That, Trump is getting to that age where it's all, can we pick someone that's the least under 70? Yeah. Come on, man. Can we get someone in their early 60s? Jesus Christ, that's old enough. 
I, I'm yeah. sick of these fucking old people running everything. It's See, ridiculous. I kind of liked it when Obama and Clinton got elected because they were in their 40s. Yes, I'm it like, makes these sense. These are young guys. You think that they have modern ideas, but they're fucking brilliant because they went to these Ivy League schools. I want someone like that who's going to be around. We, we're not going to have to hear that he's in a heart attack. You know, he's in the hospital. At least if they suck, we know it's because they suck, not just because they're old. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, we know Biden sucks because he had fucking 40 years of sucking the government before he became president. So he's a long history of suck. We knew he sucked all along. We just thought he sucked less than Trump. Uh, turns out now he's just old and sucks. So it's a bad combination. At least with the young guys, you know, at least they just suck. They're not just old. Like and Trump is, again, he was a lunatic to begin with. Now add five years to him or, you know, whatever it's going to be. Just age alone. So now you got crazy and old. Yeah. That could be crazy, dude. I mean, if he makes another four years, so imagine him, okay, now, but three years from now when he is Biden's age and he is Biden and you add to the fact that he's a fucking lunatic, we could be in some trouble, man. Yeah, hey, I'm going to push this please, red button. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm going to use you know, the I, I'd hate to say it, but please put DeSantos out there before you put Trump. Please, you know, at least that's a lunatic where I can see. I'm a I'm a big voter of lesser of two evils. I've done it my whole life. Mm -hmm. There wasn't a whole lot of of people that I actually voted for that I said, yeah, this is who I want. I'm voting Kennedy this year. (laughs) I am, dude. I'm having his weird voice. I think it's hilarious, (laughs) and I fucking think his wife's hot for an older lady. All the Kennedys marry hot. Yeah, but he's married to the um, Larry David's uh, fake wife in uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Cheryl Hines. Yeah, which I just and she's she's richer than he is, dude. It's the Hines. They own ketchup. Not richer than. Oh, really? Yes. Are they own the ketchup company? Yeah, dude. Well, they're still not richer than the Kennedys. I think they might be. I don't think the Kennedys have had money in a Kennedys long time. Kennedys own New England. Yeah, uh, that's true. All right, well, let's get to our last segment, and then we're getting out of here. We're already on our last segment. That was it. Never mind. No, it isn't. Fuck you. Fuck you to that biker I saw downtown. All right, I seen this biker who's riding down the street without any hands on the wheel, just floppity a floppity all down Vine Street in the middle of the fucking rush hour traffic, going in and out of cars, not banning any kind of traffic. And you know, you know he thought he was fucking cool. And he was such a douche. You know, every once in a while when he had to take a turn, he put his hands on the wheel and, you know, make the turn. But then he was back with no arms, just fucking jiving and janking. This fucking dorky white guy with long hair pulled up. I was so angry at this guy for no real reason, but he's just such that a douche. Wouldn't have bothered me, huh? It wouldn't have bothered, it wouldn't have bothered you. No. It upset me off for 15 minutes. I'm trumping around traffic. Look at this motherfucker. Where's the cops at? Give him a ticket. You know. I, but the only person he could possibly hurt would be himself if he fell off his bike. He's not going to hurt a car. It, he should be ticketed for thinking he's cool. All right, put your fucking hands on the wheel. Stop weaving in and out of traffic. Hey, if if bikes have to uh, can go on our road, they also should have to obey the fucking rules. You can't just go through a red light. You're you're going by our rules, right? You're yeah. on our road. You're you're driving. Go through their fucking rules. Ah, fuck him. Fuck anyone that rides a bike. The only people that ride a bike, if you're over twelve, you're either a crackhead or an asshole. All right, that's all there is to it. The, well, first of all, it's exercise, and he's downtown. Maybe he's a courier. Exercise. Maybe he's a courier. Fuck you. You can kind of fuck off now.